0: The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman. Dr. Bill is a TV host, New York Times best-selling author, two-time Guinness World Book record holder, fitness guru, celebrity cosmetic dentist, and philanthropist who founded the Leap Foundation. Here's Dr. Bill. Hey Dr. Bill here. I'm super duper excited to introduce you to this next mentor. Um, we have a special connection. I've literally known Bradley K. since he was born. <laughs> we grew up together. Um, our parents were best friends, and um, it's been a real, real treat to be able to bring him on to this. Before we do this, I need to tell you, I am so excited. I got my vaccine. Um, so I, I entered the study it's the, uh, the Lindquist Institute. It's the AstraZeneca vaccine for COVID-19. Uh, every third person gets a placebo, but I'm sure they gave me the real one because I threatened them all if they didn't. But hopefully we will see a big turn in the tide with this horrible epidemic. And hopefully LEAP will be a live program this summer. The dates are... July 18th to the 24th at UCLA. If you'd like more information, go to www.leapfoundation.com. And whether we do the program live and virtually or just virtually, there will be a great program. Every year, we have the most amazing speakers year after year after year. And it's phenomenal the kind of support that we've gotten. I mean, Think of this. Where else can you go and meet Mark Wahlberg, Anthony Hopkins, Paula Abdul, Michael Strahan, Jason Alexander, Apollo Ono, um, I mean, uh, Pentatonix, uh, our mayor, Eric Garcetti. I mean, on and on and on. And all of these people come and speak for free because like me, they believe that our future lies in our youth. And LEAP is a motivational leadership program for high school and college students aged 15 to 25, where we teach you the skills that you need to be successful in life and it works. LEAP works, it changes these young kids' lives. So please, please, please check out our website, www.leapfoundation.com. If you're a student between 15 and 25 and you'd like to attend, please enroll. If you are a parent and you have a student 15 to 25, if you don't enroll them, you're a bad parent. So enroll your students. One of the highlights of the program culminates on Friday with something we call a mentor workshop. The mentor workshop is where we bring in a hundred different professionals from all walks of life where students get to sit at a table and ask them questions about their profession, about the challenges that they had to face and how they overcame them and whatnot. And students love this. So as a result of this, we started doing these meet the mentor podcasts. The meet the mentor podcast is pretty much what they're going to get at the live program, but it's a little bit of a precursor and kind of a teaser to keep the kids interested throughout the year and get them to you know, want to come to the next program. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you to my dear friend, Brad Kay. I actually call him my cousin because we're not blood related, but we're like cousins. We grew up together. Our parents were neighbors and best friends our whole lives. And um, he has had an amazing career that he's going to share with you. So Bradley Kay is a principal art director at Disney Parks Live Entertainment. Brad has been with the Walt Disney Company for the past two decades as the principal art director. He leads a team of 22 art directors and graphic designers who are responsible for the live entertainment at Disneyland Resort. In addition, his design work can be seen at the California Resort, as well as the Florida, Paris, Hong Kong, Tokyo, and all four cruise ships that they. Do And my kids and I enjoyed that every single night. We did five Disney cruises, Brad. Did you see my work? Disney, <laughs> outside of Disney, Brad has also designed various theaters around Los Angeles and in New York on tour and on the open seas. He is a recipient of many design acknowledgments, including the Lifetime Design from Los Angeles Drama Critics Circle and the Legacy Award from Disney. He received his bachelor's degree from Northwestern University and his master of fine arts from the California State University of Long Beach. Brad, welcome to Meet the Mentor. Thank you. (laughs) So one of the things that differentiates this podcast from many out there is in addition to talking about you and your career, I want you to give students out there an idea of what they need to do if they want to emulate your career. But before we get there, let's talk about your career. How did it start? Where did it start?
1: Started in junior high, believe it or not. Um, I helped out with a small holiday stage show. They needed somebody on stage to help move a Christmas tree and plug it in. And I thought that was the coolest thing. And then in high school, I kept going at it. helping build the shows and then i got to design a moving carousel small like four foot for one of the shows and i thought this is actually really interesting so when i went to college at northwestern i started developing um, a plan in theater program on designing and stage managing but taking courses in everything so i was learning how to direct how to design how to act how to stage manage how to light a show How to do box office because I realized the more I knew, the more I could learn, the more I could learn, the more I had my database to then help me in the future. And it has helped. So then um, I took some time off to work in theater, freelance, went back to graduate school because I realized there was more I could learn. A lot of people do go to graduate school for the degree to say, I have a master's or I have this. I went back. I was earning a decent living by that time, but I went back because I knew I could learn more. And I truly believe even to this day, you can never stop learning. So graduate school gave me many more skills, which then helped me go onto the path of being a successful designer in Los Angeles. And um, at one point, I was pretty much the most high in demand designer in LA for about two years, three years.
0: Why don't you explain exactly what it is that you do? Because people who aren't in the world of theater and entertainment, they might not really understand the intricacies of of what you do on a day-to-day basis.
1: Sure, of course. Um, As a set designer or art director in um, film and production terms, I personally am responsible for, the easiest way to put it, if you're watching a stage play or a TV show even, If people stand on it, if they stand in front of it, if they stand under it, or if they hold it, that's what I draw and design. So, the coffee house set in France or the apartment set in Big Bang Theory would be my work. If you're watching a Disney parade as the floats come down the street and they're dancing with gigantic, oversized flowers, the floats and all the flowers would be work I've done. Uh, Billy, you mentioned, Bill, you mentioned you've been on the cruise ships. So you've seen Aladdin and the Golden Mickeys and Tangled and others. Those are all my shows. I've designed all those. So everything that the guests see inside this theater, which may include lanterns floating overhead, would be my work. And by my work, I mean I do the ideas and concepts, but I have a team that supports me. There are people much more talented than myself who can draw and paint and create characters. And I look to them and rely on them as a team effort to create anything. So
0: basically you're a very visual person. You're creating a vision so that, you know, what you need to do is basically take the story, take the care and figure out what is it we really want the audience to see. Correct. And then you need to figure out how to make that happen. Right.
1: Absolutely. Correct. Absolutely. Correct. Um, from, a pencil sketch literally on a napkin, which I've done many times, or on my phone. There are great applications now for your iPhone, which you can draw and doodle on, and then taking that into the computer or onto a big drawing, and then working with um, the people that built them, whether it be here in Los Angeles or New York or overseas. The whole I'm going to ask you an
0: embarrassing question. It's okay. What sets you apart from other stage directors? I mean you know, obviously you've had an amazing career and you've been acknowledged in your career, you've gotten awards. What is it that separates you from the average art director that's, you know, that's not getting awards?
1: (laughs) That's a good question. Honestly, Bill, it's, it's cliche, but a lot of times it's being in the right place at the right time and also never saying no. Um, I, when I started in graduate school and finished graduate school, I was doing plays in a very small theater, pretty much the size of my living room and making maybe $500 for a few weeks work, but I would do it and that would be seen and noticed. And then other people might go, Hey, you know, Brad could do this for us. And it goes on from there. Um, I did one small show because someone else couldn't do it. And that show ran for six months and I received acclaim all over the place. And that led to two years worth of work at the theaters. And again, that theater show was maybe the size of my living room. So you never know where it's going to go.
0: And, you know, I love the fact that you continue to learn and learn and learn, you know, that makes you a much more valuable asset in any company you're working in, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Our new favorite motto at LEAP is learn so you can earn and then return. And I know you do that as well.
1: It's very, very true. Uh, In my role as the principal art director, as you mentioned, I lead the team. We also have the great opportunity to bring in an intern every six months. And our intern is within six months of finishing either college or graduate school and they have a very strong interest in working for the entertainment industry. But so they come in and they continue to learn to earn and um, we move them on. I've had one intern is now the associate producer for Disney Cruise Lines for um, their entertainment. Another intern is now one of our art directors designers for Florida. Uh, Third intern just designed our most recent parade in California called Magic Happets. And so it's the opportunity to hand down, as I say to the next generation of designers. Um, Disney has been around for hundred years. We have to keep us going and have to keep them going. So you always are looking for who can keep going and keep it looking great.
0: What's your favorite part of your job?
1: <laughs> uh, part of it is collaboration. I love working with other people. Um, I really refuse to believe anyone should work in a silo, meaning working just by themselves in the dark. So that, and honestly, Billy, you made me smile when you mentioned before, it's um, seeing our guests' faces, seeing them smile as something comes down the street, as something comes on stage, as they get to run up and hold hands with uh, Elsa or uh, um, Rapunzel, knowing that I had something to do with that. It's an amazing feeling that never ends, and that's the truth after 20 plus years.
0: And then conversely, what's your least favorite part?
1: <laughs> um, the hours? No, uh, <laughs> that's part of it. Um, it's the blank page. I will look at a blank page for hours and go, what am I gonna do? And it makes me want to tear your hair out as well, as you can see, but um, once you get past that and it starts happening, it's great. So there's always that brief pause. It's the same thing if you're in school, how do I write the paper? Right. How do I can't finish the assignment? It's that time, which is the least favorite. Oh, you should
0: call me. I'm super creative and very visual. Um, I never (laughs) shared this Disney experience with you, but I'll tell you a really funny story. Please. Uh, So I went to Disneyland right after I graduated dental school with 10 of my students in my class. And I didn't know this, but back then, this was in 1983, they would have a team of five or six people with clipboards and very official Disney looking that would scout for people who looked like Disney characters. I think they call them face characters as opposed to furry characters. So, um, and if you did, they would offer you a job or to be in the parade. So I come in with these students and all of a sudden they start walking right at us. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, we're getting thrown out. We just got here to, they said, sir, can we talk to you? And I'm like, I, 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 I haven't done anything. They said, sir, would you like to be in the Disney parade? I'm like, what are <laughs> you talking about? They said, we think you would make an amazing Aladdin.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious, and that's not a bad thing, but that's, that's great. Yes, okay.
0: and I'm like, before I could say no, they start telling me all the benefits. And they're like, and you get $100 extra per day as a face character. I said, yeah, but I just graduated dental school. I think I'll make more as a dentist. They're like, yes, you will. (laughs) Yes, yes. yes.
1: But we have people who have made a profession of bean face characters and continue on from there. One of our our writers uh, used to be performing in the street, and she's now the voice of Snow White, or she's friends with Snow White and the voice of for special events, and uh, they keep going. Now, it's very interesting when you come into work, you'll see hundreds of people waiting in line to audition to be a face character. Oh wow! changed slightly now, but that's great. I can see that happening.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would have enjoyed being Aladdin, that's for sure, but I think I enjoyed doing Teeth a little bit more. Which is good. Yeah. Um, Right now is a really, really trying time for everybody. What are you guys doing in the theme parks?
1: We are doing the best we can, how's that? Um, we have opened up Shanghai. We have opened up Tokyo, Hong Kong and Florida, of course. Disney, we are waiting on the government to determine when California can reopen and we are ready and very excited. We've got everything in place so we can open up with all the necessary precautions and you know, hand sanitizer and everything everywhere. Uh, in the meantime, we have Downtown Disney open and we are expanding on that. And actually, this week we are extending it to include Buena Vista Street at Disney California Adventure. And so, with reservation, just like everything else, you wait in line and they get checked, and they keep the um, guest count to a minimum, so it's limited. But uh you'll be able to go into Downtown Disney and then also Buena Vista Street. So you can go to Carthay Circle. You can go in the stores there. You can get a corn dog. You can take a photograph of the Walt and Mickey statue. It's Actually, we're all, really, I'm being serious, we're all really excited. I was there last week for um, something else, and I happened to walk through the area as they are doing really landscaping, the music was playing, and they were just checking everything. And it almost brought a tear to my eye just to be back in the Disney environment knowing that it's there.
0: That's awesome. So career-wise, what's next for Brad K? Uh, that you can talk about. Yeah, I know. No, um, secret project.
1: No, of course, of course. It's very funny. You, I thought you were going to ask me what my favorite project has been. And my answer is it's always the next one. So I'm thankfully on some very exciting projects that i really unable to talk about. But we have projects happening worldwide between now and 2026. And I'm on projects right now through 2023, um, which continue the Disney feel, no matter where you are. Uh, one thing I've been working on, which, of course, has been promoting, they just talked about this week, is the Avengers Campus at California Adventure. And that's going to be an amazing place, very immersive, where you're going to be able to walk in and be in a world of Marvel. So you'll be able to ride on a vehicle with Spider-Man or see Black Panther and the Black Widow and Captain America fighting the villains or meet Dr. Strange or shrink down in Pim's Labs and have a pretzel as big as that. It's going to be a pretty amazing environment. And I've been working on that, helping out the live entertainment aspect
0: you know i know earlier you mentioned never say no mm-hmm. but what would you say is really the secret to success in your industry
1: besides never say no um keep learning uh honestly there's and this is when i did the mentor program with you on that friday i this question came up in every single round table um have your sketch pad. Have your iPhone with different apps on it or Google. It doesn't matter if you're Android or iPhone. I want to make sure that's clear. But keep learning and making sure you have a skill set out there. If you can hand draw, that's brilliant. But please make sure you can do computer drawing, whether that be Illustrator, which is two dimensional, Photoshop, which is painting, programs such as CAD or SketchUp or Rhino, which are all 3D or Revit. The more you're able to show um, the more you'll be able to do. And that's the truth.
0: So, yeah. So let's focus on this a little bit. So let's say I'm a high school or junior high school student, and I really want to be an art director. Like, this is something I'm completely and totally enamored with. Give me some things besides learning how to do work with these apps that I should be, you know, studying, classes I should be taking, workshops I could maybe do, or, or how I could get involved in local theater and things like that.
1: Well, you just actually just hit it around the head. Get involved with local theater. There are so many summer programs out there. There are um, small children's theater or just local community theater or equity waiver theater where we're talking how audiences which are anywhere from 50 to 100 or in a local community park or in a community center and so many of the people want to be on stage and acting. So when someone comes in and goes, can I help build the set? Can I help run the box office? Can I please design your program? They will jump at it and then you will have done it and they'll be very excited. And also they'll be like, again, can you do this for us next time? And you can keep going at it. Um, Draw color. uh, Look what's around you. Um, Take classes, study. Watch old shows on YouTube, watch old shows on PBS, watch old shows on the Broadway channel. Look to see how other people have done it before you. But one great thing is there is no right or wrong way. Um, it's you look at the painters. We have one designer, she can mention every single classical painter offhand, and she uses that to influence her. Another one loves Disney animation. Another one loves uh, Gory, who designed the, um, I'm sorry, Charles Adams and Edward Gory. Charles Adams, of course, designed the Adams family. But if you look at that very graphic style and that shows up in her work. So let these people be inspired who, who, from those who have come before. It's hard for you to see, but uh, yeah, all those books are all art books. Um, the other side is reading books, but there's Disney art. There's, I've got Charles Adams there. Um, the history of theater, architectural detailing. It's just, it's very handy just to keep having it and reading it. And yes, real books, not on the computer.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned it earlier. If you had to pick your one favorite project, the one you're most proud of that you did, what would it be and why?
1: Besides the next one. Um, oof. Now I've been with the project company for 20 years, so now it's a little bit more challenging. I'll tell you, though, and you can see it on YouTube. That's one of the reasons I mentioned this. I got to do a new version of Lion King uh, in 2019 for Paris, Disneyland. And um, they let us as the creative team come up with a whole new look. So if you've seen the movie or seen it on Broadway or seen it in any of the theme parks before, this is a completely different look, different feel, uh, very stylized, very high-end fashion, very acrobatic, a little bit of Cirque, uh, very percussive. And it was amazing. So we convinced them to rebuild this theater from scratch for us. And um, my set was three times as large as a typical Broadway show and twice as high. And I had moving scenery that incorporated the top of a crane. So I had this gigantic unit in the middle that instead of rolling on wheels. It literally floated as it spun, things like that. And being given the opportunity was amazing. That was two and a half years worth of work.
0: And Um, we can see that that. on YouTube if we look up what?
1: If you search Paris, Lion King 2020. Um, It opened last year, but then they filmed it again this year, and it's a much better YouTube video, honestly. I'm going to watch it. But it looks great. It really is. It's a 20-minute show. There's two lines of dialogue. The rest is all singing and dancing, and it's all live audio vocals.
0: Brad, I won't keep you longer. I know you're in the middle of a ton of different meetings and you guys are, are in really high demand right now. I so appreciate you doing this. I also appreciate you participating at LEAP. I also appreciate you sponsoring kids and, and sending us kids that really can you know, gain from the program. Um, what you're doing is amazing. I can't wait to, uh, to go back to the park and see yourself live. And uh, I thank you.
1: Thank you. Hopefully I'll see you this summer. All
0: right. Hey, Dr. Bill, over and out. To learn more about the Leap Foundation, go to leapfoundation.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash leapfoundation or on Instagram at leapfoundation. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.